Hello, it has been almost a summer-long hiatus. Welcome back to the Carolina's Photography Podcast. I am Jaeger from Photo17.com, the online home of Carolina's Photography. And we're back with more episodes. It's going to show where I'm, I'm not super topical with things going on in the weeks, except for the pandemic situation we had going on. I was a little bit topical then. But this show is mainly to get you ready for picture day. That's the point of it. And whatever facet that might be, hopefully I'll start talking to some fellow photos and more vendors. But today is all about when is it that camera gear matters to your photo shoot? That is what we're going over today. Like I said, I'm Jaeger from Photo17.com. To my left over here, my good doggy, Mr. Renegade, is here. So you might hear him doing some licks and things. Actually, he looks like he's conking out right now. And that's a-okay. But I'm so happy to be back here talking with you on the podcast. It feels good just to be mammering on with the mouth here. We've got more listens uh, when since being away, which is what's got me like, hey, I got to get back on here because it's not this show's not over with. We're not done with this thing, not by a long shot. Get some more episodes your way. And what has brought this up is I recently did a family photo shoot with the guest family, and I realized I totally had a different approach for the last photo shoot. So the topic of when gear starts to matter, let's let's set the stage here. Baby Ollie, toddler, one-year-old, one-ish. I'm not sure if he was, he was toddling. So he's crawling, not fully walking. Shot an all manual. 2018, he was two. Yeah, that was the following year. I'm just trying to do the math in my head. Not moving as fast, but moving. Now, 2020, three, four-ish. He's wide open. The manual camera and manual lens that I normally use because definitely, definitely get the job done. However, we went to the Florence Sporting Florence Soccer Complex, sort of a sports complex. So we're gonna have kind of a sporty thing, sporty theme, mildly kind of going and the approach was I was going to lay back as it wasn't like really talked about with <laughs> family or anything the guess is this is all just kind of some of the uh, analyzing internal brainstorming I'll do before a photo job how to best approach to shoot and this is where the gear was going to matter I wanted to use something with really fast autofocus because it was going to be not a sport shoot per se, but I was going to approach it like a sport shoot. Um, when you do portraits and things, sometimes that's what you would consider a bit of a slower shoot. You can take your time, pose people and shots like that. This was more of running gun. The documentary catch it. If you can <laughs> closer to a wedding day and a sporting event style. And it's just really interesting that there's, they're both still family photos. But what really goes into them and your approach can change so much. And that's what keeps things fun. That's what keeps things fresh. I'll check my time. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't see my clock for some reason. So having a different style to do these photos is massive. And it's such a fun take. So basically before, much slower shots. The kids aren't moving as fast now he's wide open, definitely faster than me. I can't catch him. <laughs> so getting zoom lenses on there, I only used 85. It wasn't too much of a zoom. But 85 is a pretty, it's, it's, it's a telephoto. It's a zoom. And using a wide angle lens, which is like my one-two punch. Wide angle and 85 prime. That's what I like on about 
any kind of camera system, and I feel like it gets the job done. I've never been a guy who's had like fifteen thousand lenses, so I've never had like camera gear to really sell. Maybe a few batteries here or there, but I've never loaded up on those. And I just recently learned that some guys uh, in Hollywood who do multi-million-dollar films <laughs> they don't even use a ton of lenses on some movies. Some movies they only might use two and possibly three for some special kind of shot or something like that. So I've never been a big advocate for feeling like I needed every single focal length because I just realistically only really use wise in that 85. And that 85 is just one of my favorites. And I, I also will occasionally on weddings use something different, but you know, special occasions. So I will just rent those. Um, but I, back to the, the topic at hand here, the year really didn't matter because that very, very fast autofocusing, you need a fast autofocusing lens. It's not all about the camera for these kind of shoots when you want to try to get sporty shots. So you might see YouTubers do these tests where someone running at the camera, they're moving in and out of frame and how snappy is the autofocus. That is when that stuff matters. That is when that gear matters. Again, you can use a, a piece of glass and a box, a shoe box, and just expose a thing of film. You'll get an image. Is it the best tool for that particular job? Probably not. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> I am so huge on not telling people to go out here and get the most expensive thing. Like, that's really going to make them better. It's really not about that. It's about investing in technique. It's about investing in just basic fundamentals that are never going to go away. Like understanding how light hits a topic, I mean a topic, understand how light hits a subject, whether that be person, place, or thing, light at a time of day might hit the ground differently. That is way more useful and that just transfers. And once you get the exposure triangle, you can use just about any kind of camera with a little bit of practice to of course get the course of that camera. But once you have that exposure triangle down, you're good to go. That is one of the biggest things I'm all about when I do any kind of advice giving or teaching or YouTube tutorial stuff. The gear doesn't matter until it kind of does in certain situations where you need that fast autofocus. But the flip side of that, keep in mind this autofocus and stuff, it fails sometimes. It just flat out fails. It is great when it works. It's brilliant. But you're just getting a situation where it just does not know where to focus and it could... Uh, hunt and track and lens camera breathing and all kinds of other technical terms. And <laughs> I just got so much jiggle up in my head. So sometimes, you know, you just got to flip it on over to manual and you have to know when to do that for a given shot. So as much as I'm praising gear mattering here, sometimes you still got to go back to the old <laughs> learning days of a cheap point and shoot camera <laughs> where <laughs> or maybe not a point and shoot, but a cheap DSLR camera. Yeah, actually SLR. I was shooting the film days before digital. <laughs> so we're deep in the weeds here on this episode of the podcast. But I think by that title, you, you would know when the gear starts to matter. And there are definitely situations where it was fun and fresh because this is the third time, fourth time actually, with uh, pictures of David and Caitlin because I videoed the wedding. <laughs> so I videoed that. And this is the third family shoot with all three of them or four of them. I should say, Baby Cooper is on the way, so I'm very excited about that. We will be doing more photos when that time comes. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I uh, will close with gear doesn't matter until it does, and it's think of these cameras and things like tools. Um, <clears throat> you, like, you know when you want to use a spoon, you use it for your soup. You know when you want to use a knife when you want to carve something. And the spork, it's when you're at KFC. So... <laughs>
actually. Why am I getting? Oh, I'm too close to my microphone. Too close to my headphones. I think that's my feedback. Um, so when you know what you're trying to accomplish and how you're trying to go about it, you'll know when that gear really starts to matter and how that works for you, dear listeners, setting up your photo shoot is. It's great to have somebody who's thinking about these things because you just you just don't know what you don't know with photography and video. And hopefully you've got a photographer, a videographer who can definitely help you out with that and is aware of these things and on top of these things. And I've had many a, a moment where someone's like, whoa, you're really not that good with a camera person and to those people like a I am <laughs> yeah not never never claim to be insert whoever someone thinks is the greatest photo however I can get that thing in focus <laughs> I can kind of nail that we get these shots done and moms if mom's happy everybody's happy so mom approves of us in the shots so it's all good. <laughs> all right. So that is it for this podcast. I'll be back next week with another one. Say goodbye, Renegade. He's, he's snoring over there. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Nah, I need a close for Carolina Photography. I'd like to say subscribe enough for Mr. Shot from Jager Shots, but subscribe to not miss anything from Carolina Photography either. And I am just about at full 10. We'll go ahead and get out of here. <laughs> Leave a review in your favorite podcast catcher. I will speak with you all just a little bit later on in life.